Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very, very special guest. His name is Salman Raja, and he's a visionary and reformist at heart who has a passion to assist companies through awareness to the numerous lenses their business are in in transaction. He's an advocate for inspirational leadership by bridging the gap between technical competence and recognitions of skills. He has a new book called Life's Conformities, which helps him, which will help businesses through the trials and tribulations that they have. Now, he is a master of engineering and biomedical engineering, a MBA in innovation, entrepreneurship and strategy, and an MS in strategic management. So he knows from what he talks and what he speaks. But Salmon's purpose is to help businesses and people to understand themselves and their complexities on a social, emotional, and behavioral level. Welcome, Salman. Thank you. Thank you for being with you. Thank you for having me. Okay. So let's start. You know, you've been so well-traveled and, and gone through so many things. Can you tell me how you got to where you are now? Interesting question. It's it's a long story, but the uh, uh, I, I always have been very inquisitive uh, in my quest for finding new things and new uh, new way of uh, doing things. So so yeah. So I um, my initial job was just to learn, and I used um, uh, it still is the job to learn. But then after my initial qualification uh, education, I I chose a job that was um, taking me places. So I was an auditor traveling with my company, auditing medical device companies across the globe. And um, that gave me opportunity to learn so many things from different countries and cultures and uh, people. Now that's huge. Because I, I, I know you've been through Europe, North and South America, Oceania, all over across the globe. You've been truly a globetrotter. Uh, it has been a um, quite a blessing to have those opportunities. Yes, uh, and nothing teaches you more than other cultures and how they go through things and how they approach things. If you can see the world through the line, uh, the eye of other cultures, your whole thought processes change. Absolutely, uh, we all have different lenses, different perspectives, and um, that is the, uh, my book that you mentioned. It's actually life's non-conformities. Um, it's, it talks about all the different lenses and how we see things, perceive things, and those lenses manifest in our different behaviors and uh, create friction between people. So uh, how we can manage those expectations and behaviors, that's is uh, uh, we are talking and trying to um, increase awareness of. 
Okay, well, tell me more about your book, Life's Nonconformities. It, it, it seems to be a life book, a life work for you. And tell me why it's so important. It's a it's a journey, and it's it's um, the way I see it. Uh, it's a moment of inspiration that triggered that uh, uh, thought, and I was encouraged by several friends that I should embark on this journey. Let me give you an analogy, and it helps you understand, and your audience will appreciate the uh, the philosophy and the thought behind it. Uh, we all know uh, the process, metaf- metamorphosis of caterpillar uh, transforming into a butterfly. Everyone knows that. We have seen that. We we uh, we grew up learning that caterpillar comes into world and they go through a certain phases and eventually becomes a beautiful butterfly. But no one, or at least I didn't know at the time, the conversion rate. So. If, if I ask that question, do you know how many caterpillars actually uh, transform into butterfly? Um, the answer is almost one in 100 or even two in 100. So it's a very big number of caterpillars who have potential to become a beautiful butterfly, but they don't realize that potential. Uh, so we, um, as human beings, um, we also have, potential of becoming a beautiful individual just like a colorful beautiful butterfly however a lot of us we don't realize our true potential because of our non-conformities that we carry every day and the personal and characteristics that we uh, we uh, uh, exhibit uh, and of course, over the years, we develop those bad habits of, um, and they are they are natural. We 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 have an ego, and ego has its role in our life. But if we leave it un untouched and controlled, it manifests in different behaviors. Same with different personality types. We we feel um, we find urge to judge people. We find that we um, uh, we try to manage our own. Uh, squeaky clean image. So all those behaviors and lack of understanding, lack of emotional awareness um, brought the non-conformities in us and we don't realize our true potential. So the book is about my story, how I have gone through this journey, how many mistakes I have made and what I learned from them and how I have applied some uh, theories that already exists, nothing ground, groundbreaking as such. It just, uh, I learned them, I applied them, and I found them useful. And I'm sharing my stories, and hopefully uh, people will find them uh, relatable and improve their lives. So, the, so this book is based on several little vignettes from your past and what you learned from each one. So I'm going to ask you to elaborate a little bit more and tell us one of those vignettes. Tell us one of those things that you learned. Maybe it's your favorite one. Maybe it's the one you learned the most from. Maybe it's the one you learned the least from. Whichever yeah. you would like, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you two, uh, one example and two different spectrum. Uh, so uh, a few years ago, about 10 15 years ago, I was auditing a company in UK and uh, I found a technical anomaly and I communicated that the very nature of the audit is to inform your clients that um, 
something is not right. So I uh, was working in a professional setting, very professional people, a small company, small, very uh, uh, reasonable size company. And I found something and I communicated with them. Uh, I was 200% right in terms of technicality of the issue. But uh, the way I communicated, I, I triggered their defense mechanism and they kicked me out of the building almost immediately. And that was the most embarrassing and insulting experience at that point in my life. I was literally shaking. I said, what did I do wrong? I was just doing my job. And they, uh, they, um, they kicked me out. Uh, in between that time, uh, I learned a lot of things at what what happened, what went wrong, what did I do wrong, even though I was right technically. Uh, learned a few things, um, emotional intelligence, personality type, communication skills, emotional intelligence, and ego management, so many things that I learned. And then now fast forward um, about uh, 10, 15 years later, now I'm auditing a company uh, one man, one man band, he was just trying to sell uh, devices in the United States. Um, and a very aggressive individual, um, uh, not scared of using aggressive means such as um, um, uh, firearms and all that to put across his, his opinion. And I had to write uh, similar or even uh, strict uh, non-conformities on his operation. And I literally thought I am threatened for my life. I, I thought I will not get out of this uh, place alive because he was quite aggressive. And I had to tell him the wrong uh, bad news that I'm not going to approve you uh, for your uh, but thankfully, uh, the lesson that I learned from my previous uh, experience, I managed to use all those techniques and I managed to calm him down, able to connect with him, even despite him being very aggressive and very uh, violent tendencies. But I managed to um, uh, calm him down, do my job, communicate the bad news in a way that he was uh, relatively uh, receptive of it. So, uh, and I came alive. And once I came alive from that experience, I pinch myself. So how did that happen? And then I looked back and evaluated the sequence of events. And then I realized, oh, actually, all these theories that I learned in the last 10 odd years, it helped me. They helped me uh, manage that situation. So the book is all about those events where I made mistakes, not only in professional setting, even with my wife, I have upset her so many times. I have learned from my uh, children. So all stories in the book is about um, making mistakes, sharing my mistakes, and sharing how I um, address those uh, by uh, certain uh, tips and techniques. Well, that's true. You know, they say that life's mistakes teach us more than our successes. What do you think about that? Absolutely. Uh, mistakes. Uh, I grew up in an environment where there are no um term as failure as such, no mistakes. It's whether you win or you learn. So you don't lose at all. Uh, so if you are not learning, only then you lose. So that's one of those early life lessons that we were blessed to have uh, been taught by parents and people around us that there is no win or lose. You only win or you learn. If you're not learning, only then you lose. So that's one of the um, um, 
lessons I learned, and I totally agree with that. Well, you know, I, I, my, my former life, I was a dermatologist, a surgeon, and a cosmetic surgeon. So the, the difficulty there is you must be accurate like 99.9% .9 of the time. A failure is not accepted because if you uh, even fail in a little bit, you will cause extreme deformity, your person to have extreme difficulties, or they might even die. So, yeah. you, you, you know, you, you know, that's the similarity between a surgeon and a jet pilot. You, you don't yeah. have that much margin of error, one margin yeah. of error and, and the whole thing could fall apart. So you must, uh, even though you, you, in my heart of hearts know that I have made problems and, and so you don't admit to them, you overcome them. You, you literally have to have a plan A, plan B, plan C all ready to implement in one minute. And that's that's the skills that you work for uh, your your whole life. You 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 rely on your competence and your skills to make sure that you deliver every single time consistently. Yeah, and you know it's it's true that you know that failures happen, that mistakes happen, and and I thank uh, I'm thankful for the the mistakes and failures I've had because it's allowed me to move to greater glory and and greater things. Uh, that's why I was able to be one of the leading cosmetic doctors in my field for over 30 years. Uh, so it was truly something that I was able to accomplish, and I'm very glad of that. Now I'm in a different world, getting to meet interesting and fantastic people and being able to to bring their views to the world, which is wonderful as well. Excellent. Yeah, that's That's a blessing in itself. That's right. Now, what yeah. advice would you give to companies in this challenging environment we face in 2022 and beyond? Uh, in terms of uh, advice, in my in my view, um, a lot of companies, um, startups, or even corporate, um, they get distracted by the first shiny things they see on on field and they get distracted so my advice for everyone is to have a very clear vision um, and remind yourself that vision uh, almost on daily basis and make sure that you don't get distracted by any any shiny things that comes in your way and every single time you are making or you are presented with a situation and you have to assess whether to move forward or not to move forward, always assess against that that vision. What what do you want to do? If I want to go to in this direction, this particular tools or this particular technology will will it be helpful moving me to that um, uh, towards my vision? If not, just just um, um, avoid it. So, for example, if I if I'm um, if I am sitting in Houston, Texas, and I want to go to um, um, LA, and a, a dry, a, a very expensive, most um, uh, most expensive, most luxurious vehicle comes on uh, on my way, and they say, "Yeah, there's the vehicle. You can use it to get uh, take to your destination." First question I will ask, oh, yeah, it's amazing life, once in a lifetime opportunity to be in that uh, vehicle. But is it going to L.A.? Is it going to where I want to be? 
if it is going to New York, no matter how good, luxurious, expensive, once in a lifetime opportunity that may be, but it is not going or where I want to go. So our decision making uh, it must always be aligned and assessed against the vision. So will it take me closer to my destination or is it a distraction? So a lot of time I feel companies, because of the lack of clarity in their vision, where they want to be, where they want to go, uh, becomes the hindrance and they get distracted easily. Yeah. I I interviewed a person recently by the name of uh, Bronwyn uh, Ciartino, who said, life is like this. You are on a large playing field. You're at one end and at the other end is this real shiny trophy. Now, you don't know what that trophy is. You don't know anything about, but you see it and you immediately want it. Now it's foggy. So you can't see the way clearly to get there. And in the stands are people that are telling you, this is the way you must get there. You must dress this way. You must act this way. You must walk this way. You must do this to get there. And, and, you, and you realize only after trying all these things that the true way of getting there is to listen to your inner voice, not to all those voices that are trying to push you in those other directions. What do you think about that? Absolutely. And and this is bringing back to the uh, example I was giving. So if we, if we have a passion and vision defined very well, then only you know where you want to go. All, of course, the voices are there to help you, but you have to assess yourself um, which voice and which advice is taking you closer where you want to be. Uh, uh, so that's that's very true, and and you have to trust yourself and your your process, uh, and um, um, don't get distracted by the noise around you. That's right. Now, Salma, you have lived a long life and done many things. Suppose you met a younger version of yourself on the street. What advice would you give that younger person? Yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't t- change a lot. Uh, because I, I think I have lived a very rich life in terms of experience and inquisition. And uh, I wouldn't change a lot. The only thing I would, I would uh, tell myself, younger version of myself, that um, um, don't be afraid of failure. Just keep going. Keep going. Failure is important and you will learn a lot from them. Uh, so there have been occasions where in my life that where failure and recovery from a failure was a lot difficult in terms of emotional um, recovery. However, looking back, I thought that was the most amazing um, experience for my growth and my uh, development. So the only thing I would tell myself, uh, don't be disheartened. Just just keep going. Uh, it's only a setback. It's not a disaster. And um, it will make you strong. So uh, other than that, I think... Um, uh, there are a lot of things, a lot of mistakes that I have made. I, I value them and I, I don't want to change them because they brought me here where I am and I, I wouldn't change all of those things. Cool. Now, a person like yourself, having lived all the ways that you have and through all these experience, has climbed a mountain, a virtual mountain of adversity. 
tell us a little bit about how you got through that adversity? Because really, those skills that you have are very important for individuals and businesses in this day and age. Absolutely. The first, the first and foremost is uh, believe in yourself. Uh, so you must have a belief that you can do it. And you must believe in self that universe is not transpiring against you. It will, it will happen for you as well. So you must believe that, yes, it is possibly a tough day, but I'll turn it around. So your self-belief is very important. The other thing very important is true to your vision. Whatever you want to achieve in your life, your vision must be clear and you must be um, uh, uh, true to your vision. A lot of times what I, uh, I find that people, for whatever circumstances um, in their life, they, they get distracted and they set goals which, which are not, visionary or which are not making an impact in life so i wouldn't i suggest to set a goal that i want to be billionaire by hook or crook it's that's that's the not necessarily the best way of looking at things if you say i want to make an impact in life because of my skills becoming rich is a byproduct so you should not in my opinion uh, focus on especially younger people to just become rich because that is foggy and that uh, entice you in in directions where long term they don't help you. So my advice: uh, true to your vision, trust yourself, and um, associate yourself with a bigger picture other than yourself and making an impact. Um, and um, that will hopefully will lead you the um, in the right direction. Now, the other thing you talk a lot about in your book is about feelings and how we should use our emotional intelligence to guide us. Can you elaborate on that a bit? Absolutely. Uh, because we, in this world, we will live and we achieve our goals. Uh, human interaction is the um, integral part of all our communication. The way we communicate, the way we interact with people, that is fundamental and integral part of our success or failure. So, and human interaction is not robotic interaction. It's, it doesn't happen that you ask a robot and they uh, listen to your instructions. The way we ask, the way we receive information, it has human element and human are full of emotions. So if we don't understand the dynamics of emotions, both on my side and my um, listener side, um, we may not hit the right chord. And if we understand the emotional dynamics, how I'm feeling and how my listener is feeling, and if we find the right balance and struck the right uh, chord, then our communication is successful. And our, if our communication is successful, you able to inspire people to do what you want them to do. You uh, convince them in certain way in your favor. So whole thing is um, relying on how you communicate, how effectively you communicate. And with humans, emotions are very important. Even if we say no emotions, there may be people who claim my decisions are not emotional basis, but that in itself is is uh, uh, controlling of certain emotions, and they are 
exhibiting certain behaviors. So even then, you have to adjust your emotional level and then interact in a certain way that strike the right chord with them. So emotional intelligence, emotional managing emotional dynamics is fundamental to um, uh, any interaction. Fantastic. Salmon, this show has flown by already and there's a question I'd like to bring out of everybody and that is, this show is called How to Live a Fantastic Life. How do you personally live a fantastic life, Sam? Yeah. Uh, going back to what I said uh, in terms of vision for companies, but I will now uh, turn the table and uh, explain from personal point of view. Identify your personal uh, vision. Don't, I'm not talking about financial success. I'm talking about from legacy perspective. If you want to be remembered, what you want to be remembered as, that will help you identify your life vision. Once we have the life vision, then based on that, you identify your priorities. What is your priority? What you don't compromise with and what you can compromise with. Once you have those identified, just identify your um your life project and your resources, your life resources must be allocated to accordingly to your life uh, project priorities. So for me, I have now set priority number one, my family, my kids. So anything that clashes and there is a risk of compromising uh, that aspect of whether it's business, whether it's any, any, any uh, personal uh, desire, I assess against that priority. If it is clashing, I choose priority one because that I have chosen. Similarly, uh, on a uh, second level, I have my uh, you know, business and client satisfaction and all that. So if anything clashes with that, I don't make those decisions. So, so the advice I'm trying to give is identify life vision, not necessarily financial from legacy perspective, Based on that, identify your priorities. Once you have those defined, every time you encounter the challenge, um, assess those choices against your priorities. And uh, hopefully that will make you feel content and um, happy. Yeah, and I, I think that's important. I think the elements there are truly important where it must be important. I call priorities non-negotiables. Now, it's interesting. We have non-negotiables described in business, but we don't usually describe those in our human space, our personal space. So very interesting how we separate our business lives and our business minds from our human, from our other lives. And the two always have to be brought into perspective and brought back together. Well, Salmon, thank you for being here today. Thank you for being part of the show. How can people get a copy of your book and find out more about you if they'd like? Uh, uh, my book is available on all leading um, outlets, including Amazon. So just uh, go on Amazon, any country, Amazon Canada, Amazon Australia, US. So you go Amazon, type life's nonconformities, um, or my name, Salman Raza, uh, and hopefully you should be able to find it. You can also find it on my website, salmanraza.net that is also um, 
available in book you can order from that. Uh, I also have my um, consultancy website, which is called resolution.com. So resolution written with my last name, R-A-Z-A-L-U-T-I-O-N. So resolution.com. So all these um, places uh, you can get the uh, book from. And hopefully you can, um, if you don't want to buy a book as such, just want to have a conversation, just reach out through the website and these uh, places. We'll be happy to engage in that conversation. Wonderful. Well, Salman, uh, thank you very much for being here today. Uh, you have really helped people today through your words of wisdom and kindness. And I think you will make a big impact through this and other uh, platforms that you speak on. Thank you very much for writing this book. I think it's very important. Now, for everybody, that is called life's nonconformities. Please remember that. I think you'll find it a very useful tool in your saddlebag. Thank you, Salmon. And thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank you once again. Uh, Dr. Leica here. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye for now. Hope to talk to you soon. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Leica's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic.